Today on the newscast, the UN singles out Israel once again. The UN Human Rights Council wants Israel out of the Golan Heights. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. Back in familiar surroundings this week, after a great week filming in Dallas, for the launch of our brand new TBN show, Centerpoint. Now, this is cutting edge news from a biblical perspective for such a time as this. You can catch it every Monday through Friday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern and then again at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time on TBN. Be sure to check that out. In the meantime, the UN Human Rights Council was very busy last Friday, April 1st, as we headed into the weekend. They passed four, count them folks, four anti-Israel resolutions. Now, to put it into a larger context, during this same session of the UN Human Rights Council, it passed one resolution against Russia, one against Iran, one against Syria, one against North Korea, and none against China, but four against Israel. I rest my case. This is a thoroughly corrupt organization, folks. We've talked about it before here in the newscast. The UN Human Rights Council has an unhealthy obsession with the world's one and only Jewish state, which, by the way, look, Israel is the size of the state of New Jersey, yet the UN writ large, the UN as a whole, since it was founded in 1947, has passed more resolutions against Israel, again, a tiny nation the size of the state of New Jersey, than any other nation, including China, including the Soviet Union, Cuba, North Korea, Iran, Syria, the list goes on and on. Israel is the target of the UN's ire time and time again, and no place more than the UN Human Rights Council. Now, the Trump administration pulled the U.S. off of the council because of its rampant anti-Israel bias and anti-American, anti-Western bias, I might add. But the Biden administration now wants to put the U.S. back into the council. They think that they can change the council from within if they have a seat at the table. Good luck, because again, as I said, this is a thoroughly corrupted organization. Now, the four resolutions against Israel are troubling on many levels. Uh, Two of them talked about uh, illegal, quote-unquote, so-called illegal Israeli settlement activity called for a boycott of any Israeli goods made in the biblical heartland of Judea and Samaria. Very disturbing. And Europe, by the way, has supported that boycott against Israeli goods made in Judea and Samaria. But I want to focus on two resolutions in particular today. One called for a partial arms embargo of Israel. And the second focused on Israeli control, Israeli sovereignty, over the strategic Golan Heights. To me, that's taking things up a notch. Now, I'm going to quote directly from the Jerusalem Post here about this session on Friday at the UN Human Rights Council. Let's start with the arms embargo. One of the four resolution texts, the accountability resolution it was called, spoke of the arms embargo. That's considered to be the most contentious, according to the Jerusalem Post. It passed by a 37-3 to vote with seven abstentions, and all the European Union countries on the council supported it, 
including France and Germany. Surprise, surprise. And what it did was it urged all states, and I'm quoting here directly, to refrain from transferring arms when they assess that there is a clear risk that such arms might be used to commit or facilitate serious violations of abu- or abuses of international human rights law or serious violations of international humanitarian law. Now, the UN and the UN Human Rights Council has accused Israel time and time again of rampant human rights abuses against the Palestinians, all while ignoring rampant human rights abuses by the likes of Iran and uh, Syria and North Korea and others. The fixation on Israel uh, continues. But what they're saying here is because of these alleged human rights violations that Israel uh, commits, and they're under investigation constantly, it seems, by the UN every time there's a new engagement in Gaza. Of course, we had a war between Israel and Hamas in May 2021, the most recent flare-up. And the UN, instead of focusing on uh, Hamas rockets and terror tunnels and suicide bombers, focuses on the Israel Defense Forces. So talking about an arms embargo, and folks, you add that to the boycott, suggested boycott of Israeli goods out of Judea and Samaria, and what do you have? They want to make Israel a pariah state, where Israel is completely isolated and all alone on the world stage. That's what they want. Think of that BDS movement, boycott, divest from, and sanction Israel. That's what it stands for. Well, what you're seeing is BDS writ large here at the UN Human Rights Council. Again, don't get it twisted. They want to make Israel a pariah state and completely isolated. So this is why it's even more important for, say, I don't know, the United States to come alongside our greatest ally in the Middle East right now. Thankfully, Look, the U.S. voted against these resolutions, condemned the U.N. Human Rights Council. But if the past is any indicate in any indication, the recent past where President Biden was vice president under the Obama administration, which on its way out the door in December 2016, threw Israel under the bus and refused to vote against anti-Israel resolutions at the U.N. I don't have a lot of confidence, let's just say going forward. But we want to move on now to that resolution against the Golan Heights. And this is really simple. It basically says that Israel is illegally occupying the Golan Heights, which, by the way, was part of the nation of Israel over 2,000 years ago. That's why there have been over 30 ancient synagogues found in the Golan Heights by archaeologists over the past several years, dating back to the time of Jesus. But look, Israel must withdraw, says the UN Human Rights Council. That is sovereign Syrian territory, according to the UN. And Bashar al-Assad, the Syrian dictator, covets the Golan. He wants it back. Now, this gets very troubling, folks, as we close here, the fixation on the Golan. Because as we know, if you've been watching the newscast on a regular basis, you know that the Iranian regime and Hezbollah are pushing up against the Golan, or at least trying to. They are making their way to the Golan, trying to establish a beachhead there on the Syrian side of the Golan Heights at Israel's doorstep from which they can launch attacks. If Syria was ever to control the Golan Heights, it would have a prime terror base to launch attacks against Israel. The Iranian regime would be perched on the doorstep of the Galilee. And by the way, The Golan is the high ground, and you'd have Syrian, Iranian, Hezbollah missiles and rockets 
pointed down at the Galilee region. So needless to say, not only for historical and biblical reasons, but pure common sense, strategic and security reasons, Israel can never relinquish the Golan Heights. But that's exactly what the, goal, uh, the UN is asking for. And one last note here, not only the Iran-Syria threat, Hezbollah threat on the Golan, but remember, Russia a few weeks ago, we reported it here in the newscast, Russia is in the Golan Heights. Well, not in the Golan, I'm sorry, but not far from the Golan. They are in Syria, thousands of Russian troops. But a Russian official, the deputy Russian ambassador to, you guessed it, the UN, the United Nations, said that Russia does not recognize Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. He believes that's Syrian territory. So look, Russia, not surprisingly, voted in favor of this resolution on Friday, calling for Israel to withdraw from the Golan. And as you look forward from a biblical, from a prophetic sense, and we talk often here about that war of Gog and Magog, the book of Ezekiel, chapters 38 and 39, which talks about Russia leading a latter days confederation against Israel, perhaps the Golan, perhaps Israeli sovereignty over the Golan is one of the triggers that brings this confederation forth. But I have bad news for this confederation. The Bible is very clear that God Almighty intervenes in the affairs of men in a way he hasn't on the world stage in some 2,000 years. And those armies perish on the mountains of Israel, perhaps even on the Golan Heights. Very interesting developments there at the UN. We will be keeping a close eye on it. The Bible seems to suggest that a day is coming where Israel will be isolated in many ways, but they will have the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in their corner, and that's all that they need. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.